Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hello there, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves a rematch. It's Frank. How are you I was going to do hello there. (laughs) Now I don't have anything. (laughs) You could do it like Mo from Smart Guy. Hello there. (laughs) Oh, Hello. Hello, how are you today? General Kenobi! Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. That would have been that would have been fine. Um Come here, uh, my little friend. Little friend, don't be afraid. Yeah. Uh anyway, it's gonna be filled with terrible impressions this oh, episode. Yeah. I can already oh, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, terrible. Anyway, Frank, we are here to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi, uh the Disney Plus limited series. Um but before we do that, let us discuss our beer. What are uh, you drinking today? Yes, our beer. Uh, I am pulling out an old, an old mainstay, Blue Moon. Oh my! Good old Blue what? Moon Belgian White. Yeah, Blue Moon. It's great. But this is nothing wrong with a Blue Moon. No. Um, no, nice orange wedge. Anybody have yeah. any orange slices uh. for my for my Blue Moon? Um, well, I am glad you're drinking that because I'm also drinking a like a rather I want to say basic beer, but like. I am drinking a Corona um, extra um, because we're talking we're talking about the King Obi Wan Kenobi. Nice. So I thought I'd have a, a crown. King beer, nice. a crown, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we know what those taste like. People know what those taste oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> great. The answer is great. They taste. The great. answer is great. Exactly. The answer is very good. Both of them. Now, Frank, we had long been anticipating. The return of um, Ewan McGregor as mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi, really since forever. For I mean, like seventeen I years. Basically, I mean, like I would have watched more after Revenge of the Sith. We all thought that there was going to be no more Star Wars after that. But with the Force Awakens, people were like, "Obi Wan Kenobi, Force Ghost, Ewan McGregor coming back," and we. So we have literally been like anticipating. Ewan McGregor coming back since The Force Awakens. Yeah, um, and he's been asked about it in countless interviews, and he's always been cagey about it, and, you know, sort of like, oh, I can't talk about it, but I would love to if they ever wanted me back. Yeah. And now... I know. And now, here he is. Um, I I mean, technically, he did come back for Force Awakens, because he goes, these are your first steps. That's true. That is true, yeah. yes, yes. And so, um, so we, we do get um, a bit of him in there. But, uh, Frank, here we are. Um, it was six episodes... Um, Deborah Chow uh, was the the showrunner, and and she directed every episode. She had done a few episodes of The Mandalorian mm-hmm. and kind of moved off into here. Ewan McGregor was back. Um, obviously, Hayden Christensen, Christensen came back as Darth Vader. 
one through six, where does this kind of sit for you in the Star Wars pantheon of products? Like, did you like it? Did you not like it? Is it middle of the road? Is it top tier? What is it for you? It's pretty top tier for for me. Like, it's 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 this and the Mandalorian are are my top my my top tier. Um, I really really enjoyed. When this you show. say that, you also mean like a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back or whatever are also in that top tier. Oh, I'm ta- oh oh I'm sorry. I I mean like how does it rank against the movies? I kind of no, put no, no, the no. different category, yeah. sort of. But, okay, um, but yes, I think it is as good, if not in some ways better than so, like yeah, some I'd um, put it aspects. In, I'd put it in the same level of quality as as uh, like a real or like yeah like original trilogy <laughs> like and probably better than the than the prequels uh, and the sequels but like like just below the original trilogy. How about that? Yeah, that's pretty much. I I saw a tweet online that says my new favorite Star Wars trilogy and it's Revenge of the Sith <laughs> Kenobi and a New Hope mm. and I was like yes. Like this act, that actually might be my new favorite. That's like my new favorite trilogy. I love Obi Wan Kenobi, the character. Yeah, he's one of my favorite yeah. Star Wars characters, and um, and so I thought the show was great. There were some weak spots um, early, I think, and I think every episode just got stronger. Um, and so there, you know, maybe not uh, not necessarily better all the way through, um, but I thought that as like Obi Wan regained his mojo. Um, the show itself also got better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so just like people felt more comfortable in who they were and what they were doing, and and it was by the time we get to episode six, it was like really like top tier Star Wars content. Like, yes, yeah, yes. Just I, like, I feel like this wow. now. This is now like um, what I I really want to do is I want to watch this series and then Rogue One and then A New Hope like back to back. You know, like ha- like experience that experience um, this era of yes um star wars yes um yeah no i i can i can get behind that i mean <laughs> is there a reason that you would do this and then rogue one and a new hope because um, why cause rogue chronologically because rogue one then fits in right after this before a new hope Oh, because Solo is technically a, like a no. Solo is technically after this. Yeah, but Solo doesn't doesn't fit into like the it doesn't tell the same story. It's like it's a side adventure. It's a side quest. That's true. That's true. And I and I guess um, Rogue One because it ties directly into a new hope. Exactly. That you would yeah. Continue like, that forward. Like you have Vader in this, and then in uh, and then in Rogue One, and then and then in a new hope. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, and, I would. Yeah, and, and Bail Organa and all that stuff. Sure, I think I would take that a step further then, and I would start with Revenge of the Sith. Sure, and then you know, but truly, I mean, like you don't really get the sense of their relationship, so maybe I would start with Attack of the Clones. But, oh, then, but then you got you know, end, you better, you know, you better then, start with who's Phantom. that Qui Gon guy? You better go backward uh, and just and uh, yeah, 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 and just you got to start from the beginning. You know what? Uh, I'm just gonna watch all. You know of them. what? Edna, fine. hold my calls. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch Star Wars all day. <laughs> I mean, there's so much Star Wars content now. You might watch it for, for a few days. It's going to be more than a day, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, um, Frank, I have some talking points that I want to run down here, uh, which I never do. Um, but uh, just so we actually remember to talk mm. about a few things, let's um, let's first talk about – let's go backwards. This is going to be no order spoilers for the whole thing, one through six, because uh, these – I. I episodes will come at random mm. and it'll be all over the place but here we go Qui-Gon Jinn is back baby yes. we've actually been waiting for this since Revenge of the Sith yes I always felt that it was this weird like 
oh, teach him to attune, like teach teach him to commute with him. I will teach you, and you know, and basically Yoda's lesson amounted to just wish really hard <laughs> that he will show up, <laughs> and maybe he will. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The poor guy had to work on it for nine years. Um, oh man, yeah, but I know. Mm, but a lovely, lovely cameo at at the end. Uh, at the end of the show, um, I I was so glad to see him. I wasn't sure if I mean Obi Wan kept you know trying to talk to him, so I figured he was going to show up. You know, there's going to be a payoff for that. But I, I wondered if yeah, yeah for sure. But I wondered if he would be on camera or if he would just be a voice. Oh, interesting. That's weird. I didn't think of that he would just do a voice. Mm. I thought it would he either he would show up or not show up at all. Because, okay. And the only reason I didn't think he'd show up at all is not because what the show was doing, but because like just last week I saw an interview with Liam Neeson where he's like, nah, I don't really like television. I'm more for movies. And uh. I'm like, oh, I guess he would never do TV. Maybe he isn't in Kenobi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Throwing like, us off the uh, scent. Dang him. Dang the man. Um. So it was lovely to see him back, but I, um, I just like that. It's not it's not necessarily talked about on the show, but that you know, um, Qui Gon is the first Jedi in a long time to attune with the Force so much that he becomes a Force ghost. Yes, and I think that's important. Like I think that that's important. So like you wonder why only a certain amount of Jedi show up, you know, to talk to Rey. Yeah. In Rise of Skywalker, it's not people like it's not thousands of Jedi through the centuries or anything like that. Like it's they're all there, but only select number in recent Jedi history were able to like transcend that experience, and that really started with Qui Gon. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. He 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 was such a you know he was such a like if, if all the other Jedi were very sort of by the book and very sort of strict about their practices, he was more sort of hippie loosey goosey you know sort of like i'm living force like you know it's mm-hmm. more of a thing you mm-hmm. feel not a not a thing you study you know like absolutely and and he it makes sense that he would be the one to um sort of crack the code and figure out how to become one with the force in that way that 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 he could you know become more powerful than you could possibly imagine as obi-wan will later put it Exactly, um, and it's cool that that you know from him figuring that out it carries through to obi-wan and then yoda and you know, all those other Jedi being able to do that. And I just like that. Um, uh, um, Obi-Wan hasn't figured that out yet in this nine year stretch because his confrontation with Vader, he is not more powerful than Vader could possibly imagine at yeah. this point. He like really barely makes it out with the skin of his teeth. And we'll we'll come back to that. He um, does kick Vader's ass, though. He does, but I want. We'll come back to that. Yeah, sure, um, sure. As is. So Leia's, or well, just little Leia, um, just in general. Um, I thought she was adorable. I loved her. I me lo- too. Oh, like she was so Leia from the start. Yes, she really was. Like, like I, like she. I thought she just did. I like she captured Princess Leia's essence, like mm-hmm. the the looks and the vibe. Like it's not just about the lines that she says, but there's a an authority to to her yeah. even as a 10 year old that I, I just really appreciated um and it's funny because like at by the end of the by the end of the show you know Qui-Gon in a very tear jerky moment is like you know like I 
these are the qualities you get from yeah. your mother. These are the qualities you get from your father. And in my mind, I'm like, Luke is just a, such a wet noodle. He got all their worst qualities <laughs> where, where Leia gets all the best qualities. Like, obviously, she gets like the maybe over assertiveness um, and, you know, the stubbornness uh, of either both of them, <laughs> maybe. But like, but like Luke really has to struggle through some of the worst parts it's of true. of himself. And Leia is just like. I'm freaking amazing, yeah. like, right from the start. And I just, I loved that. Um, I love that scene at the end, but I, I like, I like that she matures because of, because of Obi-Wan. And it yes. gives me good reason. I've been thinking about why they named their son Ben. Oh, yeah. For, since, since Force Awakens came out. And I know it was pretty, ar- I'm sure it was arbitrary and a whiteboard decision. And, you know, like, Ben sounds good. Ben's already in the Star Wars universe. But I... You don't name your children out of nowhere. Like right. a lot of times you don't say like, oh, I just like the name. Like a lot of times it comes from something sure. to honor somebody. And I just, I, I love that, uh, that, uh, you know, that he is the th- person that really helped her become mm. who she is. Yeah. Yeah. Even from her, like, I'm dressing, I'm pretending to dress royally with yes. something like she jerks the, to like, this is what I've decided to wear. Mm-hmm. Like, this is who I am. I just loved it. Loved it all. I, I loved. I loved that conversation. That you know, these are the qualities you get from each of your parents. I loved that because it comes after the you know the the confrontation with Vader, and you know after he's had that confrontation and realized that his friend is is no longer there, it's like it's like he's he's done grieving in a way, and he's like, I'm finally ready to talk about my dead friend, you know, yes. and now he's like he's mm-hmm. like come to terms with the fact that his friend is dead, and now let me sort of eulogize him. It, it, it had it had that sort of power to it of like you know what that's, I, I am going to talk about your dad, you know that's very interesting because I he thought he killed Anakin yes so he carried the weight of that of that decision of that murder for for years and years and long years. time so for to see at the end where where Vader says you I am not your failure like mm-hmm. I killed Anakin Skywalker one it Anakin technically is still alive mm-hmm. like and so that alone is like an alleviation but to know that that fight that they have abs- you know only a Sith speaks in absolutes and everything that that Obi-Wan's gut instinct was correct that Anakin really was gone mm-hmm. and all that was left was Darth Vader and so I think that was really helpful in part of his bereavement process yeah. to know that his he didn't actually kill his friend and his student, right. um, you know, his Padawan, but also, you know, that he was justified in the actions that he took. Yeah, because he goes through this like three, almost three different phases, right, where for the last nine years he thinks he killed his friend and then he realizes that he didn't kill his friend, but he thinks he turned him into this monster. And right. then he realizes that he he didn't even do that. That that was Anakin did that himself. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you turned her against me. You have done that yourself. Um, uh, you know, very very much in that same vein. And so now he has this like a, a weight has been lifted, and and yep. he realizes that he you know a didn't kill him and and b like didn't turn him into this thing. But I think it, what I also like is that the show doesn't. I mean, Obi Wan is fairly faultless character up mm. to a certain to, to a certain point, unless you like really judge and like dredge into like could he have saved Anakin and stuff like that. But you know that's not what we're privy to. You know when watching these things. Sure. But um, I I liked that um that I lost my train of thought. <sighs> I like that, that too. Yeah, he had 
that that Obi Wan has this this fault, I guess, running through him and his guilt, but also that he actually does give up on his friend. Um, which is which I find very interesting that like you know because it's Luke that comes back around and is like no 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 there is still good in him and Obi Wan's like there really isn't my dude he told me yes like you yeah. know like yeah um and so I like that this is not mine I saw it online I think I sent it to you that you know like Obi Wan you know breaks the helmet and tries to reach Anakin and fails Ahsoka breaks the helmet the opposite side weirdly enough and tries to um um tries to uh reach him and fails and so it's only luke that takes off his whole helmet yeah and actually reaches his father which i i find extraordinarily powerful very powerful it, 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 like a very powerful image and a very powerful um outcome that only only his son you know it, it really does like it really does reinforce like the whole the whole Skywalker saga and the whole chosen one prophecy and all that and how it was miss you know a prophecy that Miss Red could have been uh mm-hmm. and all this stuff uh, it it really does sort of give you that full circle um it does yeah it does although i always the way that i have always interpreted that prophecy which is part of the point of the prophecy i guess interpretation is that like um Anakin may have dredged in the dark side for a long time, but Vader has a history of having this like rebellious undercurrent mm. with the Emperor, right? Um, and because that's who Anakin really is, like in of himself, he's he's a bit of a rebel, uh, and so that's a different uh, show. Um, yes, um, and so um, you know, like I. You know, he's always like, oh, no, we're going to we got to get Luke to make him be the dark side. He's going to be great with the two of us. Mm-hmm, and he's like, mm-hmm. so like, no, I, we're going to rule the galaxy together. Um, and so, like, this very when when Palpatine, I think, doesn't deliver on his promise that he can save Padme, like, oh, no, together we can do it. Anakin or, or Vader, however you want to refer to him, like, that's it. They will never actually be simpatico at that point. Mm. So there's always this undercurrent, in it, and the Palpatine is always testing him to, yes. you know, to um, to be like, are you really loyal? And so we get that in episode six, which was a great um, Palpatine cameo. Yes. Um, and I love that there was thought given to how he would look between Revenge of yes, the Sith. Yes, because he looks and... different than Revenge of the Sith, but, but not quite like he does in... In yep. uh, Empire. Yeah. yeah. There, there was some real thought given to that, and I, I appreciated that. But, you know, he says, like, oh, no, it's only, like, I only serve, you know, I only serve you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and I, pff, what a liar. I think I said it out loud when I was watching you know, it. I actually, I actually, I have a different point of view. I, I think, so... He believes that he killed Padme, right? Because because Palpatine tells him, and you're you know, and you're angry, you killed her. Mm-hmm. So he believes that he did this. So I, mm-hmm. I don't think that he blames the Emperor for that, or, or or holds that against the Emperor. I think he really does pledge his loyalty to the Emperor, and I think he means it to a point, as much as any Sith does. Sure, and I think okay. it's inevitable that any Sith is always going to eventually try to kill their master and and you know only two there can be no no more no less so i i see it a little bit different. i i I think your point of view is valid though i i'm not i'm not saying i i you're wrong i'm just saying my interpretation has always been different and it's interesting actually i I like that interpretation too but mine was always that he he's sincere and even in this in this instance 
it only makes sense to me for him to be sincere. Otherwise, why would he let Obi-Wan go? Like, like, why would he leave him out there alive unless he really is like, no, you're right. You know what? I have to, uh, I have to be loyal to my master and, and Obi-Wan has to mean nothing to me. Okay. So that's otherwise, otherwise he has to kill him in my, in my case. So, so this is my, this is where my interpretation of of this came from. One, I do read the Star Wars, I read the Star Wars comics, which I know you don't, but, um, there's like arcs, recent art where, uh, and I've, uh, what's the, um, the book the the sith lords or something like that which is also a star wars book in which like it's literally just the emperor testing vader to make sure that he's still loyal Mm -hmm. like there's like stories upon stories of like him constantly doing that so there's that groundwork but i'm like i know this is a limited series but they'd have to be crazy not to you have bankability with hayden and ewan who are both like let's do more and this is a, a rap story. However, my interpretation of that reading with the Emperor is is Vader being like, no, no, me loyal. Don't you worry about it. Mm. And him being like, mm, I got a scheme because I got to do because Vader's always doing his own thing on the side. Um, and so I think there's you could go in that direction yeah, where he's like, you know, like or there's a there's a story to be told in which you see one of like the emperor really trying to test sure. Vader to make sure that, you know, um, you know, that that his his time with Anakin uh, is done mm-hmm. or his time with uh, Obi-Wan is done. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I he's definitely testing him. No question about that. He's definitely he's definitely testing him because I mean, the way I see it is because he knows that that it's only a matter of time before his his. Uh, his Padawan turns on him. Uh, so he's constantly testing him to keep him, um, you know, to keep him uh, under his control. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, by the time you get to Return of the Jedi, you know, Vader's very explicit. He's like, it's too late for me, son. Yeah. But that's decades of this kind of back and forth torment yes. with Palpatine, I think. And I think Palpatine really does beat him into submission. But we haven't gotten there exactly yet. Okay. Yeah, I agree with and, that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so... Um, yeah, so I, uh, so I don't know. Like I, I could it could go either way for me. But the Imperial March, like holding off on the Imperial March yeah. until that moment, I think was really, really cool. It and gave actually, it so much more significance by by waiting mm-hmm. until then. I agree. Although I loved his clanking metal music, it was very. Um, uh, I was going to say George Bernard Shaw. That's not correct. No. Nope. Um, no. Um, uh, who's the? Um, Composer, huge anti-Semite, um, did the ring cycle. War- uh, Warner, uh, Vern, um, uh, mm-hmm. I don't oh know gosh. who you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, wait, he, the ring, uh, uh, the uh, light motif guy. Yes. The, all music is oh. now thanks to him. Wagner. Like, Wagner, thank you. Um, it's very Wagner because there's like a, in the ring cycle, there's, um, the song of the dwarves is a lot of clanging and banking and it like really reminded me of that. It was yeah, very cool. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Um, you say some words. Um, I um, can we talk about Riva? Yes, yes. Is it Reva or Riva? Riva. I've heard both. I've okay. heard, I think different characters may, may be pronouncing it differently. Actually, classic Star Wars. Yeah, movie, if there ever was. One. Yeah, exactly. Han and the analysis of the analysis of plans brought to you by Princess Leia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Leia, yeah. Leia, Han, Han, mm. uh, Reva, Riva. We're supposed I, to save Han. <laughs> Riva uh, had such a strong story, like like from the start, like the whole 
idea of, I love the idea of her being a survivor of Order 66, a youngling survivor of Order 66, almost dying at the, at the blade of Anakin himself and spending mm-hmm. years undercover trying to get her revenge on him. I, I agree. love that. I agree. That's a good story. And then like in like losing sight of her goal yes. in a lot of ways because she really did become consumed by her own hate. But the hate or the way she acted as an Inquisitor is all a show just to get as close as she can to Vader. Yes. To get, I, I thought that was really um, that was really top notch. Totally. Uh, yeah. Totally. Like the that that it was starting to come together for me you know like realizing that now she's chasing a kid the same way that that she was uh was targeted but yep. but the way they actually showed you know the intercutting between what she's doing the way she's chasing down Luke and and the way that Vader was um mowing down those kids in the, in the Jedi temple was really powerful um mm-hmm. very very uh powerful i i, I do have a couple of quibbles with I was way into the Reva story all the way through five episodes, and right at episode six is where I started to have some questions about. So now everyone just survives when they get a blade through the stomach. Like you know, just... my wife said the same thing. She was like, "Does anybody die?" Like and when Grand they get... Inquisitor and her now, like two. Okay, well, so the Grand Inquisitor has two stomachs. Yes, That's... but but if yeah. I have to watch Jimmy Kimmel alive to find that out, then I don't. Then like that doesn't count. Then you're not a good Star Wars fan, Frank. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what but, to like, tell Rupert you. Friend went on went on Jimmy Kimmel yep. live and and explained that his character has two stomachs fine but like that's not part of this show it's just a thing that like they didn't they never addressed it it was just like yep he he his his Frank, desire no, for revenge got, his desire for Frank, revenge Darth kept him Maul alive. got cut literally cut in half spinal yeah. cord severed yeah and he's still walking or literally walking around once once is 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 okay twice is is, is maybe three times it's like so do lightsabers just not kill any people anymore like you no. know what i mean like no they do not they start to be... no. so anyway that was one thing and and the other thing um the yeah, other her, uh, truthfully, uh, to, to stick stick with that for a second her being stabbed and survived bothered me way more than the inquisitor because way like, more Obviously, I know he's going to survive. He's That's the, the main thing. antagonist in the first season of Rebels. That's the thing. So, like, I kind of, I, I was almost relieved he survived because they, it was like, okay, so we're not breaking continuity. Okay. Fine. I didn't expect them to. I don't understand why that was a big thing. Like, it's Star Wars. Like, obviously, they're not going to break something that large. I, like, I figured. I figured. Yeah. But, you know, for a couple episodes there, the question was looming of whether, how they were going to reconcile this. So sure. okay, they fixed that by him by him being alive and his rationale being the desire for revenge, you know, kept him gave him the will to live is what he says. Sure. Um somehow the, somehow the Grand Inquisitors. So yeah, and, and same yeah. with Riva, and it's like you got yeah. sliced like basically in half, like like and and you're she walking got around stabbed. But like yeah. <sighs> I mean, I people know. get stabbed and survive. It is yes, possible. Yes, yes. It but just... I, I agree. Her story, I, the, the her re, her reconciliation story, or mm. or, or or you know, her redemption ways. Yeah, redemption story, like chasing chasing Luke and realize did I become him? The irony of the, her chasing the son of the very person yes. she like. So like that's I like that. That's good. Yes, I do too. Um, but I agree, like I, I think her story could have wrapped yeah. with her with her death. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know if she like had to chase Luke or she had to survive or be or be redeemed. Like I kind of like like knowing like revenge gets you nowhere. Yeah. Like yeah. I I figured that she would end up dying to protect Luke in in some way. Um. That's going into this episode, uh, mm. the finale episode, is what I figured was going to happen. The fact that she still is out there makes me wonder. And, and if there is a season two, maybe they'll address it. Hopefully they'll address it. Or maybe they'll address it in a comic or a novel or something. But I have to wonder. So she's out there and, and, and Luke is out there. And she she does she know like who Luke really is? I, I don't think so. I, that's what I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because if yeah, she does, a, then she just keeps that secret? Or, like, one of the, the biggest secret in the universe? Or Yeah, or I don't what? think so. I think, well, she might because, like, but there's no, like, when when um, Senator Organa sends that message, she's yeah. not like, hey, you know, Vader, like, Anakin, who is also Darth Vader, his kids, and where they are, like, he says a lot of information he shouldn't have on yes, the, yeah, what yeah, is yeah. not an encrypted recording right, message, but right. that is not, like, neither here nor there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I, uh, there is something, there is something there that, like, it's a little ambiguous even as to why she goes after Luke. Yeah. Like, I, that was the part I didn't, I have to watch it, maybe I missed something, but, like, I was like, what, who Care. Like what? It, what did she piece together? For like, yes, he said things that were, you know, he said things about the children, whatever. Yeah, but, but whose thing, children? What children? Why do they matter? Correct. Why are they important? The the only thing that I connected is that, um, I think it was either Vader or the Grand Inquisitor says like he was wise to use you. Like, yeah. So in her mind, she did get played, and so her revenge is going after this kid who has obvious some connection to Obi Wan. Just because he's important to Obi Wan. Just because he's important to Obi Wan. Yeah. That I think that's my only read. That's the what only I, thing that like makes any sense. It's just like yeah. I don't know who this is, but he matters to Obi Wan, so I'm going to get back Correct. at him that way. And yeah. but how does she figure out that Owen is involved? Because when she goes back, she remembers Owen. She goes back to Tatooine and she's um, asking she about says Owen. She um, uh, Owen is on the message from. Oh, he okay, Bale. okay, okay, fair. Yeah, that's one of the things that comes through. Okay, um, that, that Tatooine, makes sense. Tatooine, Owen. Um, what I did like about that, apart from like the all right, you're chasing him. Obviously, Luke's going to be fine. There wasn't yeah, tons yeah, yeah. of tension. I know they all survive. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and so um, it's more like it's more of a how than a than a, yes, a why, I yes. guess. Uh-huh. But what I did really like about that is giving some really good texture to Owen and Baru. Baru is such a badass. She is a badass. And then she is just with her little, like, like Instant Pot in, I, like, A New yes. Hope, like, or whatever. I, but I, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I loved that. I love adding that that dimension. And, like, it makes sense, right? Like, they're, like, frontier people. Of course she would be able to, like, hold her own. Totally. Yeah. Like, Tuscan Raiders and yes. like, all this stuff. Like, absolutely. And I like it's her. I like that it's her and not him. And he's yeah. like, oh, uh, okay. Because he's the gruff and whatever one. But he's just a freaking big softy. Yeah. Where he's, like, where he's, like, you know, like under his breath like i will and you know he is my son and yes. like cuz you like that really adds a lot of texture to like i really need you on the farm it's just one more season you like actually really loves luke it doesn't want to see him go yeah. because that's his boy and he doesn't want it's to not, say it he's using the farm as the excuse as the excuse because that's the kind of guy he is yeah. he's just that like depression era i'm never going to tell you i love you right kind of love right you're just going to have to know because i need you around right um i i love that i was totally totally into that 100% i saw 
I, I saw an interview with Deborah Chow, and she was like, all I have to say is thank you, George Lucas, for casting Joel Egerton as, mm. as Owen. And I said, I can't agree more because I love Joel Egerton. He is one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. He is top-notch, and he's just... I it just like I, not that I want to watch an entire show with uh, Owen and Baru or whatever, but like he like that could have been a nothing role mm-hmm. and, and a nothing part, and he really like he really got me, yeah, and like and, and and I understood him with very with him doing and saying very little, and so even for him at the very end to be like oh we, like Ben, do you want to meet him? Like how big of a deal that is, it's huge because yeah, I just. It was great. Yeah, I, that was worth it for me. Especially because at the beginning of that very conversation, he's like, I thought you were going to go back into hiding. You know? Right. And, and then by the yeah. end of the conversation, he's like, all right, come on. You want to meet him? Like, let's let's go. And that's where, and you know, that's you figured that had to happen at some point. I just didn't know if we would see it in the show. But you figure he had to meet Luke at some point because Luke knows him, right? He's like, oh, I wonder if he means old Ben. Like, he knows who Ben is. Yes, um, exactly. Yeah, he just doesn't see him a lot. It's not like he right. like comes around for Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. Sure, but he's but... like the local neighborhood, uh, you know, old wizard, whatever. Like, exactly. he, he knows who he is, at least. Yeah, um, I actually, uh, in that scene, you know, obviously we get the, hello there, yes. um, which which is great. But to me, what I loved about that more than anything is, like, Obi got his groove back. Yeah. Like, that was saying hello there, because we get a hello in episode four, three, he, four. He, um. Three. We got it in episode three with Grievous. Like, uh, you know, like you know, no, no, with Grievous. No, no, no. Sorry. I oh, episode, episode three of the show uh, of the show. Well, no, we didn't get we, a hello there until. No, no, we didn't. We got a hello. Oh yes, yes. Which okay. I thought was really important. Where it's like you know, yes. so Uncle say hello or Father say hello. Hello. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And I just really liked that because the there is him fully comfortable in himself. Yes. You have to be like fully with yourself to be like hello there. So much, um, so much. And maybe this is how we can start talking about the the Vader uh showdown because so much of him becoming himself again um stems from that final confrontation with Vader. It's after that confrontation that he's got the hello there. It's after that confrontation that he is able to see Qui-Gon. Like all these things like he, his powers are at full force. Even Vader says like Oh, your powers are back, or something—you know—something to that, to that, yep. uh, to that extent. It, like all of that is because of this. It forces him; it pulls him back to like tap back into the force in a way that he hasn't done in nine years. Yes, exactly, and and he wants to. He says in episode three, I think it is three or four. You know, Leia asks him, "What's it like?" Mm-hmm. And he talks about it being light and comfort and like turning on a light in when it's dark out and like all this stuff so like he wants to like he's not angry at the force it's not like luke um where he like he he like wants nothing to do with any of it and he's like tapping himself out because he's trying to discontinue the jedi that's not like um obi-wan's tragedy is his himself that he does not yeah. believe in himself yes. it has nothing to do with his connection to the force yeah because uh, i don't think he's completely shut off from the force like luke did like luke was like offline no but as he can't because one day he has to train yes luke. so he knows that he's it, it's not a like i can't 
disconnect from the force. It's just a belief in himself kind of thing. It's like a low power mode un- until he's ready to boot it back up, right? Exactly. Where, where exactly. Luke in, in The Last Jedi is like, nope, we shut the thing down. Like, it's he is he is offline. You, you couldn't find him if you were a force user. You wouldn't be able to sense his presence because he's that disconnected from it. But Obi-Wan is like just keeping it like just barely alive, like lo- low power standby mode. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But but by the end of this show, it seems like to me, um, he is he is um, while he's not flaunting who he is, he's also not really like that concerned about staying completely like he's not living in that cave anymore. He's Correct. not he's not completely hiding out like he was because he knows that Vader's not really chasing him anymore. Um, and and I, I think he's sort of able to sort of live his life quietly, but not completely hidden like he had been for the last nine years. Yep, I agree. And I to me, there's there is this conversation that he has with Bale where he says, you know, if you ever need me, you know where to find me. And yeah, that's a new hope. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. But is it more than that? Right. Because in a, in Rogue One, they're like, what about your Jedi friend? Mm-hmm. You know, like what Mon Mothra is like, what about your Jedi friend? Does does Obi-Wan have further adventures? Because right. he he says to Owen, you're right. Luke just needs to be a boy. The future will take care of itself. Right. There's a there's great trust in the force at that moment. For sure. Right there. He will. The opportunity will arise at when it is the right time because the force wills it that way. Mm-hmm. That's Obi-Wan's line in the sand at Tatooine. Um, and um, and so um, so that leaves him the opportunity to go help more people if the need arises yes. it's not that he'll always be away because his job is still to protect Luke but he knows that Owen and Baru can take care of him right to to to, to the best of their ability and that's big for that's big for Obi-Wan as well mm-hmm. um there's a lot of trust issues resolved um here and so as I say if you, if they want to do more there is that opportunity to to tell yeah a, a new a new adventure they did a really um, nice job like they wrapped it up it, it was a very satisfying ending you could you could ju- you they can just leave it there and and you know it would be a very satisfying ending and you feel like okay yeah like i understand where there's there's some gaps there but like you know i can fill in the gaps in my mind of like what he said after hello there and what he how his conversation with qui-gon is going to go like you can you can imagine that stuff and be perfectly satisfied with it but they could also fill in more of the the gaps um, in a season two, if they want to, um, so like it, they did a really nice job where it could go either way, and I'd be happy either way. Yes, I I, would, I think ultimately happier to see more, just because. Yeah, I, and I think that that's where was, they're going to go. I think that, this was really well done. Your stars want to come back. Yeah. Like why? Like, oh, and there's been so yeah. much like so much in terms of like rumors or, or you know speculation in the last last several weeks. It's really been heating up, and I have to think that's sort of the Lucasfilm PR machine firing up to sort of put out feelers and see if there's demand for it and and i think it's fair to say that there is demand absolutely yeah i mean the the review bombing which it's i I hate i hate review bombing oh my god so like between the the racism and the sexism and the misogyny and like all these different things that make the bomb or like the continuity thing like you killed the grand inquisitor half a star Yeah, yeah yeah why don't you just finish the show before you decide anything so dumb 
so dumb. So dumb. But and anyway, I, and I just so... want to say, like, like for the record, if it's not clear already, like, Beer Reef Geeks disavows that the, the racism, misogyny, uh, uh, all of it, the, everything that Moses Ingram had to had to endure, like all of it, like, f that. Ewan she McGregor, she is she does not deserve that. She was in, she was amazing. Even McGregor in his video, um, yeah, that he put out with his message. You know, he said. You're in my. You're no Star Wars fan. Yeah, like and to me, and I, I. That's exactly what it is. Like you're not paying attention to what Star Wars is. If, yeah, if any of those things are in your mind and bother you, you have no idea what Star Wars is about. Mm-hmm. None, none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And, and like, yes, like the kid is a ch- yeah, like a uh, you know Blair is a child. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she. You know, like so her acting is not Oscar caliber. Yeah, you know, she's, she's a, a ten year old. Like she acts like yeah. a ten year old. Exactly. There's a reason that Reva is acting or Reva is acting over the top um, and all over the place. And the story gives you that. Yes. By the end of the show. So why don't you just lay off until the show's over? Anyway, that's uh, so box yeah. over. Yes. Yes. Um, but I, there's a couple of um, call, I want to say callbacks, but, you know, like Star Wars is, you know, like poetry. It rhymes. It rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. And so and and I thought the. I thought that Obi-Wan did an excellent job at giving some of that some of that texture here, yeah. um, you know, to to wait, give weight to. I mean, I think there's a mandate at Lucasfilm to be like, you have to make the sequels better by doing stuff in the sure. original trilogy era, right, you know, like right. in the Imperial era. So add, add weight to the, the sequels, like make them have more impact. Correct. Like, and yeah, so yeah. yeah, so I loved the ironic, like you know, the force isn't just about lifting rocks, and we literally get rocks and mountains <laughs> yes. thrown at each other. I thought that was wonderful uh, from Last Jedi, but, but the one that really got me, which tied in everything, was Vader's "You didn't do this, I killed Anakin yeah. Skywalker," um, and because one that. Ties to the original that ties to the original trilogy, like you know, you know, he hunted down and you know, you know, he killed your, he betrayed, he betrayed and murdered your father, yeah, your father. What I told you was true from a certain point of view, like you know, it's literally what Vader of, told him. It, that and right, that point of view is actually Vader's. It's not even Obi Wan's, right? Like, that you know, so that he subscribes to. So I like that, um, but it actually reminded me of the Force Awakens when when Han calls out Ben. And they have this conversation, and oh, yeah. and he says, "No, my son is al- like that. Man means nothing to me, uh, you know. Like, no, my son is alive." And he says, "He was weak and foolish, so I destroyed him." Like mm-hmm. that's that is this. That's the same thing. Yes. And I I loved that so much because like that's what the dark side does. It destroys your previous self. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know, and you know, unless you really want to buy into that in a different way you know but the people that the the people who's like become somebody new right or or that um you know like they they were weak and foolish so i destroyed them so i killed them they didn't really right yeah Peter didn't really uh ben solo didn't really and so there's something really powerful about being like i killed this other and i am this new person now and like no you're not you're mm. just like trying on a new personality and wearing baggy jeans and mascara but like you're not really that's not really who you are um, yeah yeah and i just i thought that was I, I thought that was particularly well done if you were paying attention um yeah yeah yep that was yeah yeah, th- yeah. Th- there were a lot of moments like that um 
varying degrees of uh, uh, obviousness, right? Like there were, I saw lots of things online showing, you know, Leia's outfits uh, yep. throughout this mm-hmm. series matched a lot of her outfit or, or, or were reminiscent of her outfits from the original trilogy. Um, but even the, um, even the, the, each, how the episodes model themselves. Yes. Because, you know, one, the first episode is Obi-Wan on a desert planet, Tatooine specifically in both of them. Number two is Obi-Wan solving mysteries in the big city. Mm-hmm. Number three is a clash with Anakin. Um, where one of them catches four, fire. Where one of them catches fire. Um, actually, I really like that because it, like, gave you a little bit, like, of, uh, okay, he's getting older. He's, you, get, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, give it, get you to episode four, kind of, uh, you know, where he's not fighting well at all, sure. really. Um, which I want to come back to uh, yeah. with that, too. Um, and then uh, number four is Obi-Wan infiltrates an Imperial base. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- number five is the Empire attacks a rebel holdout like Hoth and the like Rebels Hoth. escape. And then number six is that there's a Vader fight again, but Vader is defeated and does that wheezing breathing thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which you only get in this and Jedi. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, it really is. It is like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. It's, True. um, yeah, it's, and you know, there's more to it. You know, oh, there's, yeah. um, Anakin and Leia, this was brought to our attention by our friend Andrew, but Anakin and Leia being like, will I ever see you again? Um, you know, that's that's a nice... Like, that's... she says it almost exactly with the same intonation that Jake Lloyd said it in, in Phantom Menace. Like, it's mm-hmm. really, like, pitch perfect. Yeah, on purpose. And I don't know if this is a rhyme necessarily, but so when Vader buries Obi-Wan under a bunch of rocks and mountains and whatever else, and yeah. so, like... Um, you know, because he like tried fire. He's like, I'm going to kill you the way that I'm going to make you suffer the way that I suffered. And here's the fire. And that didn't necessarily work. Episode three and three. Um, but uh, he says master to Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. He's like, you think that you could kill me or destroy me, whatever, defeat me, master. And then Obi-Wan comes back and kicks his ass. Yeah. So then you skip forward to A New Hope. And he says, when I left you, I was but the learner, but now I am the master. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so originally, we that didn't exactly fit with episode three, but in my mind, I'm like, I freaking learned from my mistake. Mm. Like, I was still learning. I left you buried under a bunch of rocks, and I am not doing that this time. Right. I'm going to finish what I started this time. Yeah, you're getting stabbed, son. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that uh, learning from his It, it does. It adds weight to that line and to vader's point of view and it also adds weight to obi-wan's point of view because where where vader's like all right so this i'm gonna finish the job i'm gonna i'm gonna chop you in half and obi-wan's like go ahead and do it i've i've learned from qui-gon now so like go ahead do it like Mm -hmm. they've both they've both grown and obi-wan is still like three steps ahead of of vader in a way that vader doesn't realize yep because it goes back to the episode five flashback Yes, the best. So good. Um, but the uh, you know, where he's like your need to win mm-hmm. and to be showy and like all these things like that is your downfall, and it is consistently his downfall. It, yep, yep. Even like there's that meme with the Grand Inquisitor and Vader in Episode Six, where he's like, are we going to chase the the these uh, these people fleeing us? Like, no, we're going to go after this one Jedi. Yeah, take yeah. all the firepower and go here. And he's like, seriously? Okay, like that's because Vader does not. Anakin is really not a tactician. Like no. he's really, he's not. He's a he's a brute force. And I just really like that there was actual real forethought to that, going all the way back to Phantom Menace when yeah. he's just like Qui Gon told me to stay in this cockpit, and that's, and that's what I'm going to do. do. It's very consistent. Like he is very consistently 
when he he's ruled by his passions, not by his brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yep. like no, I'm gonna get my revenge on Obi Wan. We're going over there. Like he is, he is ruled by his passions. Um, to all the way through, all the yeah. way through. Do you? Um, I don't know about you, but I found that this was the first time that I truly felt that I was watching Anakin Skywalker be Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you kind of like know that Anakin is Darth Vader in the original trilogy because like you're going backwards and like he's like he's Darth Vader in the suit for a whole minute in Revenge of the Sith. But this is like the and and Rogue One. He's like Vader. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, Full on Um, Vader. But this is the because they're referring to things from the past and, you know, like all the like there's like it. And maybe because I know that Hayden Christensen is in the suit, but like it really felt to me like they were one cohesive character mm-hmm. for the for really the first first time. I would agree with that. I would say this this adds color to Revenge of the Sith. At the end of Revenge of the Sith, like when he goes to the Jedi Temple uh, during Order sixty six, he's te- he's not in the suit yet, but he's mm-hmm. he's Darth Vader. Yep. Right. That's he, right. Yeah. Um. He's got the 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 Sith eyes and everything. Right. He's yep. he is he is Darth Vader. Uh. uh Palpatine has already no, named him. He does Vader. not have the Sith eyes in the temple. He doesn't he does. get that. He doesn't get that until he goes to Mustafar when he does the turnaround to the camera. No, he doesn't turn around the camera in the in the temple when he's when he's walking into the temple with the with the troopers. I will name my second child this is not a baby announcement but i will name my second child after you whether it's a boy or girl if i am wrong or right i like your name so whatever so yeah. like I've, but uh it's a nice name um my I'm, pepe was frank i, I feel pretty i'm like pretty confident that uh, can that... we should we use our one lookup yeah 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 i'm i'm like i'm really positive the his eyes his I... eyes are not sith like because and i feel this way um, because one, I know that Mustafar scene is where he turns around and looks at the camera and they're all bedazzled, um, you know, in the Sith way, but all these flashback scenes with order 66 and Anakin in the temple, like his eyes are natural as they come. They are in the, in, yes, they are in, uh, in, in this for sure. They are. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I'm, I'm pretty positive. He does not have those Sith eyes yet. I'm, I'm, I'm like so positive that it's it's when he goes to the temple that 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 he he turns around he's like walking in I can picture it he's walking in with all those oh yeah I know troopers exactly what you're talking and about. and he turns and looks shot. at the camera and you see his you see the eyes nope no that turn and look is on Mustafar I'm all right well positive. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. find it but um just type in order sixty six on um, YouTube it'll show up. I mean, like I, I, I agree with you. He, his eyes did turn yellow when he. Oh, I know that you know that that Mustafar scene also happened. Like I know that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and his yeah, eyes were yellow when right. he's yelling, like "I hate you" and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they weren't consistently Sith-like even on Mustafar. It's only right. It's really, in that moment, he kills all the he kills the Trade Federation guys, and then when he yells "I hate you," those are really the, those are the times. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of uh, Mustafar and everything, while you're looking that up, though, mm-hmm. um, I loved seeing Vader at basically the peak of his of his 
Vaderness. Yeah. Because like, when we saw Rogue One, we were like, this is why people yes. were afraid of Vader. And then you see this, you're like, no, this is he, why he people He tears were a ship of... out of the sky and rips it open. Oh, it was amazing. But even that, but he, like, just, like, kills people. Random, like, like he's like a serial killer. He's like an 80s serial killer, like a Mike Myers or a, a Jason or whatever. He's just this force that comes in and destroys. But I loved watching him. I loved who he gave his, like, time to. Mm. Like, you know, like, um, he fights Obi-Wan with the Force and one-handed, like, barely trying in the first fight. He doesn't even bother to take out his lightsaber when he fights Reva. Uh, right. Like, he uses hers and the Force, like, which was amazing. Um, and then he tries fighting Obi-Wan um with one hand at first and then about a minute or so into the fight he go he moves the two cuz he knows he can't handle fighting him with just with one hand just like fighting Luke uh in Empire Strikes Back he fights him with one hand mm-hmm. he's basically playing with him and then he like realizes oh I actually can't do that right um, but you know like obviously his like you know the 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 helmet gets slashed open and he gets really injured in yep. in this episode uh, in this in the sixth episode and I like that we know that his injuries because the way that the show starts with him in the back to tank and like you can feel how oppressive the suit is and how he has to live and everything and like so you know by the time that a new hope arrives he's really waning like he's yes. not the Vader that we know uh huh. Um, from here and I think that is I thought that was very well done um, because in my mind in A New Hope like he's the fight doesn't go anywhere my headcanon because Obi-Wan is now basically just toying with him because Mm Obi-Wan expects to die he expects to join the force in that moment so he's actually just distracting Vader he's not it's not their reconfrontation they had that already sure Obi-Wan it's just Darth Vader. Anakin is no more. So he is just there because he knows what Vader can do. So he is just there to distract Vader to make sure that Han, Luke, and Leia escape. And so that, like, where he's just like, pew, 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 and he backs away. Yeah, like, yeah. He's not really engaging huh. with Vader. That's that's a very interesting insight. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm going to sit with that now. Um, I like you know, that. Yeah. I like that. I because like that as a canon. Thank you, because then you see what Vader can do in his older age, you know, with all his injuries really mounting by episode five and six. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. He, you know, when he fights Luke. So, yeah. All right. Um, I've got the scene pulled up. OK. Where um, where he's about to walk into the Jedi Temple. Oh, you can't see this, can you? OK, my screen share isn't going to let oh, because uh, it's because it's Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. So I can't I can't show it that's to why I you. Said, I said that's why I said do the do YouTube because I would be able to watch it on. I on just couldn't find the clip on YouTube, so oh, it would be faster. Okay. But what's what what is the um, timestamp? Sure. On that, because I can I'll pull it up on my phone. Sure. And just and just hold it to the screen. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, that works. Um. Let me know when you've got it, when you've got it pulled up. Um, because, yeah, I really, I'm. I have it pulled up. Okay, this. great. Um, it's one hour, 19 minutes. And. Uh, okay. Do what must be done. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. You know what? Here, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. 
Um, so, so yeah, let's let's watch this. Let's watch this together. So, okay. hit the moment of truth, everybody. All right. So we're watching the scene where he's he's walking in to the temple. Yep. We're seeing the temple. Uh, yep, temple's beautiful. Temple's beautiful. Here come a bunch Great of clone design. troopers. Yep, man, that still looks pretty good. It, it looks it looks pretty decent. Yeah, here comes yeah. here comes Anakin walking up the steps. Here he comes walking up the steps, coming to. He's kill walking in. All he's the being followed. Yeah, nice uh, bird's beautiful eye view shot of yep. Anakin. Shaft of light. The temple. There he is. There he is. Looking damn fine, Anakin Skywalker. Okay, we've we've switched Ooh. over to where the uh, back to Geonosis Geono- or Utapau. No, Geonosis Utapa. Um, whew, that was, it almost took away my Star Wars fandom. <laughs> um, Wrong movie. <laughs> I'm try- okay, so we've got we've got uh, 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 Palpatine issuing Order sixty six to all the clone troopers on Utapau, and they're they're turning on on Obi Wan. And now my YouTube is buffering. Um, but that's oh, this okay. is great radio. I'm just going to um, until you get back because I don't want to edit any of this out. So anyway, I think that I'm correct. Um, uh, I don't know about you. Um, No, no, of course you think that I'm correct, dear listener. Um, But, you know, but if I'm if I'm not, then then we are we're all wrong here. If I'm not if I'm not correct, then we're all wrong because the listeners are with me. (laughs) (laughs) You seem pretty confident about that. Yes, I am. All right. Um, I'm going to try again now that Frank has returned. Yes. I just riffed. I'm not cutting any of this out. Frank. That's fine. Um, okay, we're just watching all of Order 66 play out. Where's the actual, like... It's so upsetting. Great Order 66 scenes, honestly. Oh, my gosh. So many good ones. So many. And I know that you know, but do you know that the, the Jedi teacher um, in the first scene of Kenobi episode, uh, the first episode, that was Deborah Chow. Um, the director oh, and showrunner, cool. yeah, which I thought was very cool, very cool. Uh, Master Skywalker, what are we going to do? <laughs> oh, <this poor> kid. <sighs> uh, I love that they took a picture together years later. Regular eyes, yeah, regular eyes here. Yep, for sure. Regular for sure. eyes. All right, I, I guess better than when. So that scene where he that, turns around is it, you're saying it's on Mustafar. It, it's on Mustafar. That's the one you were thinking of. The one like where it's like he's got a hood. And he turns around. That one. Yeah, yeah I've around. got the like, screenshot of it. Yep, that's Mustafar. Okay. That's after he kills everybody on Mustafar. Oh, is it after he kills the Nemoidians in that? Yes. In that... Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So I'm, all right. Yeah. You were right. So you're right. Yeah. Didn't I couldn't find the video of it, but but uh, but I will I will concede this one. All right. So I guess you're not naming your kid after me. I mean, I still can if you want. I mean, to, you so. you know, you do what you want to do. That's, that's a nice name. It's between that's between you and your wife, but that's um, true. All right, that's true. Well, that's yeah. settled. But it is settled. Okay, so um, Obi Wan can no. I gotta go back to my notes. Um, there's lots of Alderaan, Frank, and every time yeah. you know, show up, and I'm like, it actually like adds to me real weight when the planet gets blown up in A New Hope. So I um, I was a big fan of that. Um, big yep. fan of that. Yep. Tiny thing, Imperial sympathizers who buy into the order, the Zach Braff. Oh yeah, um, character. Um, I loved that because they're like 
it's not because if it was everybody against the empire, there'd be a lot more rebels. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They would have like mutinied a long time ago, right? Like Exactly. Like, yeah, no, totally. There has to be some people who are like, "No, it's great. The trains run on time." You know, like th- that has to exactly. th- that happens under any fascist uh, regime. Like that's... Exactly, cuz there were definitely pe- there were definitely people in Italy that were like, "But the trains were running on time." Yes, there absolutely were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so like, like yes. Yeah, he's yeah. fine. He's fine. Yeah, Make tea with him, it's no big deal. Um, as far as new characters go, I really liked Tala a lot. Yeah, she was great. Uh, and now, does that holster that 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 ended up going to Leia? Does that holster show up in the original trilogy? I want to say that's the one that she has in um, Return of the Jedi. Is it okay? But I but I'm not positive. I'm okay. not positive about that. But I feel like it was it'd be too much to not be her actual holster mm. like to just be like i have this holster and i mark things and blah, blah blah and all of a sudden it becomes leia's and she wears it and like and that's just not gonna be hers like it's just too much right to not to not actually be hers. they made too big a deal of it for it not to have some significance later on you know exactly um yeah speaking of uh significance and making a thing of something Lola was just everywhere. Oh man, this thing! And I'm like, cute droid. It's got to happen. Have a cute droid. Here's yep. Lola. Yep. Which I liked that was named for Carrie Fisher's pet parrot when she was a kid. Is that where the name came from? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, which I, I think that. is really cool. It's actually a great picture of her as a kid with Lola, and you could be like, oh my gosh, ah, look at that kid, and look at that kid. It's pretty fun. That's cool. That's yeah. really um, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff, Frank. Um, uh. One last thing. Sure. So Leia in her recording mm-hmm. to Obi-Wan in A New Hope, mm-hmm. I didn't realize this until after because, you know, we're talking about the Internet has been scar- like talking about it for weeks when she like shouts, Ben Kenobi, where is he? he she, yeah, like, oh, yeah. he, she knows where that is. But obviously she knows he's also Obi-Wan by the end of the show. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, right. So like why? So my wife asked, like, why? Like, why is her message like so cold? to him like where does that like where would you retcon that basically mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. said well she's a diplomat so i think she's being diplomatic mm-hmm. in, in case you know like something like i think that's partly where it comes from like look how much i've grown up like mm. i i'm this but she doesn't introduce herself in that message oh that's true she does not say general kenobi i am princess leia organa she started general kenobi years ago you served my father in the clone war Right. He knows who that is. She knows that he knows. Like there's something really Yeah. Like, there's something really subtle there. That's true. About her like just like yeah, it's it's like her diplomat version. Yeah. Um uh, but um like look how much I look how much I've grown up. But uh yeah. No, you're right though, because when she 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 doesn't she doesn't introduce herself, she doesn't you know, years ago you fought with my father. So like she assumes that you know who she is and that you know who her father is. Correct. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. She never says the Organas. Right. Ever. Never says Bail Organa's name. Just doesn't say her name. Just yeah. 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 No. Valid. That. That is a good. That is a good reading of that. Yeah. So I'm. I'm on board for that. Actually, if you go back and watch that scene, look at Alec Guinness's face right after the transmission oh. is over. Like, there's a. I mean, it's because he's such a good actor. You can read into like a bunch of stuff, but like, there's a little like. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 Like, oh. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So there's some yeah. There's some great stuff. Um I like we it. We didn't even talk about Fallen Order, the you know, the Inquisitors. Oh yeah. Know, there's 
you know their 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 fortress inquisitorius or whatever it's called um like it's good stuff i just actually i got really jazzed seeing the grand inquisitor and vader in the same shot multiple times oh yeah like, yeah like, that that's was just mm. bridging a world for me it's not enough to see them in live action but yeah like, yeah seeing all of that coalesce together is just really really wonderful um it's good stuff and his obi-wan's outfit at the very end is like straight out of comics like straight out of and um i think old concept art of of obi-wan kenobi with like goggles and the rifle and oh, the way that his oh um, yes yes the, yes his robe like is sleeveless like that's all like there's a actually there's a hot toy of that exact outfit but alec guinness's head from years ago oh that's cool yeah and so that's very like, cool get them and swap get that one and you could swap it out for obi-wan and the, the uh, even mcgregor anytime you want nice that's that's really neat i, I yeah. need to find that that was a nice easter egg um yeah. Overall, man, I really loved this show. I really enjoyed it. I would be very happy to see another season of it. Um, I, I would be okay with it if if uh, if we don't get one. Like, I'll, you know, they they tied it up nicely. Um, but I would I would love to see another season of it. Me too. And the, the way that I have like three versions, I would love to see another version where many of these characters come back sure i would love to see one where obi-wan has separate adventures without these characters that'd be fine with me as well mm. um and i would truthfully i would love to watch a darth vader show i, really I would, would too i absolutely I, I just, would too he, uh, truthfully i think this was hayden's best work as the character yes because so they used respeechify oh yes i wanted to bring this up yes yeah, yeah to, it's the same tech that they use for Luke. Right. Um, and I actually learned how it worked. I don't know if I saw an interview with the creator, mm-hmm. um, and it's like they they use the cadence of the performance of the actor, right? and that's how the computer learns. So it's not just like I type in words and it chooses. So whoever is – so when they have Mark Hamill be Luke Skywalker, that is how he's choosing to deliver the lines. Right. Um, it's like performance capture, like like uh, uh, Andy Serkis did for Gollum, right? Like they they capture the the movements and translate that into a digital character, but with this, they capture the inflections of the voice and translate it into a different voice. Correct, exactly. And I think it's less awkward for Vader because you don't you're not trying to match lips, like right? It's just, it's yeah, just, absolutely. It's, it's just the mask, so you don't really have to worry about that. But I thought his performance was out of this world, Incredible. not only just like as as Vader himself, like he really understood his own character and and the way that Vader moves, the moves that Anakin has. Because, I mean, he, I think he obviously watched enough of Vader, you know, to play Anakin. Yes. To be like, all right, well, how's Anakin also going to move? So, yes. Um, but I would, I would watch more Vader in a second. Yes. Yeah, um, and I love that, like, now, like, you know, James Earl Jones is, is God love him, he's still with us, but, but you know, he does, in... in in Rogue One, you know, he doesn't quite sound the same, right? And and in, no, he doesn't. In Rebels, no. he doesn't quite sound the same um, no, in because his one he's line an, in Rise of Skywalker. He sounds yeah, old. He, he sounds like a man in his seventies, eighties. Uh, you know, depending he's on which, 90, which no, he's now now. But I mean, yeah. at the time, he was seventy something uh, in in, in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Um, in Revenge of the Sith, yeah, and even then, he still like he's he sounded not, older. He sounded older, but but here Padme, yes, yeah. but here he sounded like nineteen eighty. You know, Empire Strikes Back. Like, like, not a day has passed. Like, he I sounded agree. exactly. Um, and I somebody like pointed they, out they went with the like, yeah, the eight, the the Empire Jedi sound yes. instead of the New Hope. New Hope Vader. sound, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
somebody pointed out that um, uh, if they needed, you know, where would they have sourced all that stuff from? Um, and and it uh, somebody pointed out that like, well, he did read the entire King James version of the Bible at one point. So like, there's there's a wealth of of, uh, of audio for you right there. True. Well, I, they could take. Any movie that he's been in, any filmed play, audiobooks, like you said, exactly he was on the, so the much doing audiobook. Like, there's tons, there's tons and tons of work uh, to yeah. go from, which is maybe why even maybe his sounds a little better than Mark Hamill's because um, Mark's got obviously tons of work too, but so much of it is um, um, larger than life character sure. work. Um, you know, so, but either way, it's just, it was just a, delight the whole thing fantastic fantastic yeah i feel honestly i haven't been this satisfied in a star wars product since presence i've not felt since no but really i mean like because even the prequels when i was a kid everyone kind of left you wanting for some things sure and like i left this one i'm like i don't want for anything i that's it got everything that i wanted and more Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I, i felt very satisfied in the end so yeah I I am just so yeah I feel more satisfied with this than I have in a long time with anything from Star Wars yeah. and, and I'm just yeah. mm. maybe Mando season two is probably as close as I yeah I would agree yeah that's it yes yes yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but this is different because it's characters that I I'm already attached to exactly. for the most part yes. so yeah some good stuff but Frank we are this is a very long episode and so let us um. Let us depart, but tell us where the people can find us. You can find us at BeRuthGeeks.com. Uh, you can find all of our various Star Wars episodes, including our commentary uh, commentaries on, on uh, all the Star Wars movies, uh, over at BeRuthGeeks.com if you just use the search feature. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or, uh, or anywhere else to get your podcast. You can subscribe or follow us on any of those podcast apps as well. Uh, you can uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash thought bubble audio uh, and uh, and help us to uh, keep making these podcasts cover all the costs that it requires. Yes, very good, Frank. Well, uh, it's a, always a pleasure to talk Star Wars with you. I will do it anytime, any day, anywhere. Um, but until next time. Cheers. cheers.